0: joining me in the room podcast to talk about his welterweight title fight happening at cage titan 63 on january 27th is the unpredictable one sean lally what's up my friend it's been a while bro
1: What's going on, Steve? I'm happy to be back on the show, another interview with you. You know, that introduction was great. I think you might have, you might take Andy's
0: spot sometime, (laughs) you know, announcing the fighters. Uh, (laughs) It it, it wasn't rehearsed. I just go with the fly and usually it takes me about five takes. But Sean, we are both professionals here now. So uh, we got it first try, bro. Bro, man, thank you for coming on, man. Uh, You know, the holidays just passed. You got this big fight coming on, man. How are you feeling about everything going on in your life right now at this moment?
1: I feel good. I'm excited that I get to step in the cage and, uh, fight for a welterweight title. You know, that's an awesome opportunity for me. Uh, I enjoyed myself during the holidays. It's definitely a busier time in my life than it has been before in past camps. Right. Uh, we were talking a little bit off air. I have a business that I manage. I have two daughters, one just turned a year old. I got a wife, I got a dog. So things get a bit busy for me and I have to be really strict with my schedule and what I put my energy into, what I put my time into. And in recent years, my only focus, my main focus has not been competitive martial arts. With that being said, I'm still always training. I'm still always learning. I'm staying in shape. And I can put in a proper training camp, although it is difficult, uh, to be ready for a big fight like this when the opportunity comes up and, and this one came up and I'm excited for it.
0: Well, um, huge opportunity. And like I said, uh, talking about this fight, how it came about, um, you know, you originally, I do believe Mike was on my show and he talked about you were looking at Pat Casey and that fight with, uh uh, Sam, and you know, if Pat comes out with a win, I believe you were interested in getting a matchup with uh Pat, and that fight, Pat lost the fight, and then boom, there it goes out the window, is that is that correct in that, that far through right there? Yeah, we were
1: trying to set up a match with Pat, I think Pat and I have been on each other's radars for a few years. I mean, he fights mostly at 170, and that's been my weight class. And I always thought that would be a fun, exciting fight for the fans. And uh, that was a fight that I was interested in. And we were going to announce the fight that night. His team had agreed. I I had made an agreement that we would compete. And we thought he'd win, you know. Um, but looked a little off that night. I don't know if there were some things that happened in this training camp that contributed to that but he looked tired and and uh made some mistakes and ended up losing the fight so oh you know, right away mike kind of came to me and he offered a few other fights and you know they were there were guys with 50 50 records and and you know kind of just to try to make a fight happen which i appreciated i i was happy that he was willing to go and offer me other opponents but i wasn't interested i didn't want to jump on anything just to jump on it um i'm past the point in my career where I'm taking fights to get just to get to the next level and taking fights against opponents that 99 out of 100 times I should beat that's not really what I'm interested in that's not the path that I wanted to go so I said you know what let's just put the brakes on it we'll hold up for a little while and the Jojo fights always interested me he's fought at 170 a lot um, and he's done well at 170. I think he's the number one welterweight in New England right now, as as far as like topology yes. rankings go. Um, so he's done well at welterweight. And I always thought that would be a good matchup. So when the Casey and Jojo fight happened, that's when I hit Paul Pera up. And I'm like, listen, give me, give me the winner of the Casey Giannetti fight. And great opportunity for me to come in, fight for a New England title because I'm hip to the fact that I'm not next in line. You know, I'm I'm not like I don't think that I'm like the number one contender right now at 170 to come in and to get an immediate title shot. But I have proven over the years, you know, with the fights and the caliber of fighters that I've competed with, and the fact that I've had a New England title, um, that I can I can hang with the best of them. So I said, Mike, I said, Mike, listen, I'm not trying to get the 170 belt and, and defend it for years. I, you know, after I go in and win that belt, I'll probably step back away for a while. We'll see what happens, but I'll make room for Jack Condon. He's next anyway. I know he's injured right now, but that kid's he's real good. Yeah. And uh, I'm, I'm not trying to hang on to the belt. I just, I want to go get it and put it on my mantle.
0: Well, my friend, um, when that fight was happening between Joe and Pat, uh, you're going to get the winner here. Um, uh, was there some rooting going on here? I know you've known Joe for a long, long time, and I mean, you fought both fought for the organization. Your big faces for Mike Polver and Cage Titans. Um, was it like? W- was there one guy you were pulling for to come through? Did you want to fight one guy more than the other that night, or it didn't matter who came out with uh, their hand raised?
1: It didn't really matter. I mean, they both present different challenges. They both have. Uh, different, different threatening styles and different ways. They they are a lot different stylistically. Um, so it was an interesting fight to watch, but I didn't really care. You know, I do. I don't know. I feel like JoJo might have a little bit more pull in, especially in Cage Titans community. And I think his fan base and my fan base coming together on the same night. I don't think Pat gets quite as many fans at Cage Titans. Yes. He's from like Western Mass or something. So. I I think this in some ways is the more exciting fight for the fans. But to me, it didn't matter who won. I was just watching it to say, all right, who am I going to fight next? And hoping that after the fight, they would agree to
0: fight me. Well, there you go. Uh, Joe agreed. He got his hand raised with a viral knockout of Pat that night. Huge, huge knockout. Uh, you know, knockouts you are uh, kind of uh, familiar with. You've had a few of your own like that. Um, but when that happened you know joe's hands raised uh the hairs in your the back of your neck have went up because you got a title fight on your hands man um you fought for it before against uh uh billy uh great fight i think that fight might have been fight of the year for 2022 am i correct or i think it was 21 21. It was fight of the year, but there wasn't a lot of cards. That it was a really good
1: fight, but the, I, I will say there wasn't a bunch of cards because there's the pandemic. So okay. I, I was like up against three three total cards, but we got fight of the year. Okay, and it was it was a hell of a fight. Um, and Billy is a, a tough competitor, and we've seen what he's been able to do. And uh, I, I'm the only guy that went three rounds with Billy in his last six fights on his way up to the UFC. Well, and, and I think I would have gone five.
0: Yeah. Well, here you are going against Joe, a totally different uh, fighter than your last two opponents with, uh, you know, your late uh, opponent, late notice opponent there with Denning and, uh, you know, uh, Billy. You know, Joe's a, a totally different animal. Um, you know, Billy's a dog, gets in there. Joe's technical, uh, great on the ground. Uh, his striking has come a long way since, you know, uh, the early days, man. Um, what are you thinking about Joe and his, his kind of style against yours?
1: Yeah, so I think it's an exciting stylistic matchup. It's five rounds, which I'm excited for. Like, I'm excited to be in the best shape of my life and be prepared to fight at a high pace and to push the pace for five rounds if necessary. Uh, JoJo is, has a very creative style. His style is a bit of his own. Um, he, he likes that in-and-out movement. He's very light on his feet. Uh, he's a southpaw. And he has different weapons. I mean, we saw he'll use his kicks, he'll use his punches, he won't rush, um, he'll get some reads. And then if it does end up on the ground, he's a brown belt in jiu-jitsu, I believe. Um, He's got good grappling. Uh, With that being said, you know, I I know that I'm more powerful than him. I know I'm going to be the bigger guy, I'm going to be the stronger guy, but... Uh, it doesn't matter what other people's opinions are when they look at a picture of both of us. You know, people are like, oh, you're going to snap that kid in half. And, like, I know as well as anyone else that muscles don't win fights. I mean, you might look a little... I probably look better than him on the beach, but, like... um <laughs> Well, well, <laughs> that, yeah. Just that to stop the yeah, that hey, part of it doesn't matter as much.
0: That that last fight against Pat Casey, I mean, Pat Casey is the Gorilla Ninja, so Pat Casey but, is a big muscle guy, dude, uh, too. But, and you know, Joe handled him pretty good. Exactly.
1: Um, so I'm I'm aware of uh, the the threats that JoJo brings, but I really I like the matchup in a way that I have to be tactical, I have to be strategic, I have to be in great shape and I do see a path to victory against Jojo and it's about going in there and executing my game plan I also know when when it really comes down to it if it does turn into a dog fight it's gonna be better for me and he might have more MMA fights but you know the combat I've been in the things that I've seen the things that I've done I think when it really comes down to it, and we're standing toe to toe. If that's what happens, that that's my fight, right? So it, it's going to be an interesting matchup for sure.
0: Well, a couple more questions, Sean. Uh, as far as who you've been training with, um, you know, it's been a while since you've been in a real training camp. Uh, who's you getting your rounds with? You are you traveling with? Uh, there's probably some new faces in the gym uh, as far as MMA fighters that are actually active at this point. Who's helping you along right now?
1: Right. So. Um... I've been spending a lot of time at Team Sit Your Tongue up in Somerville, which is a big part of my roots It's somewhere that I worked at for a long time, many years. Uh, up there, I'm working with a lot of different talented fighters. I got—we always call him Louisiana, but uh, Aaron Trissel. He's a—he's a welterweight. Um, me and Emma've been getting some great work in together, and he's actually also fighting January twenty-seventh. So we've been getting some great. Rounds. There's a lot of OGs up at Sit Tong that I work with, and just a variety of different guys. I've been working a lot with uh, John Champa this camp at um, and at Brett O'Terri's place in Westwood. I'm doing a lot of my grappling over there. Uh, I've even made the trek down to train with Local Lobo once a week at Daniel Gracie Academy. You know, I'm I'm not missing sessions. I'm I'm putting in the work. And the day I found out not like I wasn't training. I was I was already in good shape. Yes. Right. I wouldn't say I was in great shape, but I was in good shape. I mean, some people might say it was great, but I was striking every week. I was still going to grappling. Right. So it's not like I ever completely step away. And then I've been putting in this nine week camp and I'm dialed in. I'm not missing sessions. My body feels good. I'm getting my recovery in my diet's on point And where i'm at with my career and everything else that's the type of fight i have to have i can't i can't be going to four or five practices every week when i'm not fighting anymore and that's all right because i can turn it up and uh get my conditioning up and work work on some of the uh shaking the rust off a little bit and, and i don't really get too much rust you know i i'll jump into sparring after not sparring for six months and i feel fine you know I, i've been fighting my whole life
0: Excellent, my man. Well, last question before I let you give your shout-outs, you know, social media, all that stuff, because we got a few weeks before – uh the fights the sell tickets and all that good stuff and a lot of lead ups coming up to this fights with interviews and great stuff that Cage's Titans have been putting on and that's what i going to be my last question Sean, is Cage Titans as Mike says they're raising the bar every every card uh this card is not even officially announced all on Tapology yet now but there's a ton of great fights on this card speaking of Cage Titans you know what do you think about the promotion you haven't fought for them uh, I would say in about you know, a year and a half, maybe a little more. Uh, they're getting bigger and better every card. You know, what have you seen from them in the last year and a half since you uh, were in that cage?
1: I've just seen continuous growth. You know, Mike's doing what what he does with Cage Titans, and he's finding ways to continue to bring the same product that you uh, learn to kind of expect when you go to a Cage Titan show but then he's always making little tweaks, right? He's always finding ways to make little adjustments to make it uh, more entertaining, more fun for the fans, but then also smoother for the fighters, finding unique ways to promote the fighters. And I just think he does a great job with it, uh, not only just from a promotional standpoint, but from business and media. and seems like the full package. And I believe this is my maybe 11th fight there, 12th fight so there's nowhere i'd rather fight for locally and at this point every every fight could i I don't want to say will could be my last but it could be you know i I don't have big plans of going to the next level right if if something came up i would i go win this title and there's a cool opportunity i'm not going to say i wouldn't take it um but it's really not my interest Which is another thing that I like about this fight, because I know JoJo is thinking about the UFC. JoJo's thinking about 155, and I'm only thinking about JoJo, nothing else. And my whole career, I was focused on getting to the next level and not enjoying the moment and always trying to chase what was next, what was next. And I'm hyper dialed in on him and him only. So I hope he feels the same.
0: Excellent, my man. Well, you got a ton of support around you with family, uh, all the ladies at home. Uh, you know, a que- one more question. Is the, yeah. do- is the dog a female or male? The, the dog? Yeah. A female. So you have all females at your house. It's, it's all females.
1: Dude, went, <laughs> I went apple picking in the fall. It was, it was me, my wife, my two daughters, my mom, my sister and my
0: niece and me. Oh, my man. Can you imagine?
1: <laughs> and I'm in charge of what do you want to eat? Eight uh,
0: women. <laughs> They're in good hands, my man. They're in good hands. Yeah, uh, yeah. With that said, Sean, pleasure catching up with you. I will be there watching that great fight and all the fights that are, are going to be, uh, you know, Warming up for your your huge title fight with Joe. With that said, Sean, shout-outs, social media, anything you want to say before I let you go, and we'll see you in, uh, you know, three weeks.
1: Yeah, so uh, I'll give a shout-out to OVN. I'm an ambassador athlete for OVN, Operation Vet Now. They work in supporting the veteran community through different healthy physical activities. Um, Therese and uh, Surrett and co um, they're one of my recent sponsors. They jumped on board. Um, and then, Title Boxing Club sponsoring myself. Kill Combat, I'm sponsoring myself. Um, and then my gyms, you know, Fight Sports in Westwood, Situ Tong, always loyal to local Lobo and the Army down there. And then uh, my mom making her fight rub. And that's about it. Everyone else, you know who you are. My, my aunt, family holds it down for me at home.
0: Excellent, my man. Well, again, pleasure catching up with you, Sean. And uh, we'll see you in a few weeks going for that title. It's going to be a huge one, man. First card of the year for Cage Titans. Cage Titans 63, January 27th. Check out Sean on the social media. Get ready for this fight. And we'll see you in a few weeks, folks. Boom. <laughs>